Welcome to Musically Speaking, the podcast with your hosts, Lewis and Pedro, where we discuss all things music, the business of music, and making your mark as an independent artist. We're glad you're here. So let's get this show started. Welcome to the 61st Annual Grammy Award! Welcome to another episode of Musically Speaking. My name is Lewis. And my name is Pedro. Welcome back, y'all. Thanks for coming back. Hope you enjoyed the Grammys. Yeah, it was, uh, first of all, it was a very long show. So I hope that most people got a chance to at least watch a, a good chunk of it. What was it, over three hours? Yeah, yeah, almost close to midnight, yeah. Started at eight. I, I don't remember the Grammys being that long in, in recent memory. So the producers are going to have to work a little bit better to stick to stick to the three-hour time frame. Yeah, well, look, it's a live show, and those are the things you got to deal with in a live show. Yeah, the live shows are, are always tricky. Award shows are always a little bit tricky. And then I think ever since they started going really heavy on the performances, you, you've seen the the timing of the show kind of balloon to what it is now. But nonetheless, for those who caught the show, I think most people were okay with it. It was an interesting night. If you caught our last podcast, we talked about the big four and who we thought would win some of the coveted awards. And I think, you know, between Pedro and I, we had some winners. So I was excited about that. Um, but yeah, like I said, I mean, a lot of good surprises, a lot of good stuff. We talked in the last podcast about how... The, the Recording Academy made major changes to add more diversity to the voting body. It showed with the winners, there was a lot more women involved within not just from the beginning to end of the show broadcast, but in the winners as well. And I thought that was great. Those, those, were, those were big. I mean, I think the biggest surprise overall, even though I wasn't super surprised by it, but, but Casey Musgraves winning album of the year along along with country album of the year obviously that's big because it, it does a couple of things one uh, having a woman win that award is important in its own right but also it was one of the things that i was thinking about just after the fact casey musgrave's album had to be good enough that it superseded a lot of the work that was already somewhat popular in that category because when somebody votes they, they have to listen to all the work. And most people are like, oh, I'm familiar with this. And then when they heard somebody who's probably not as familiar unless you're into country, they were really blown away by it. And that was a big deal. Yeah. I mean, that category was stacked with some really good talent, some really good albums. Let's talk about the positive first. What, what did you love or like the most? Yeah. I mean, for me, the diversity was super important. Just you could tell from the beginning of the show that the Grammys knew that there was a problem with the male domination of, of the program when we have so many great women doing great things in music. So that was good. I liked it that from the beginning, they emphasized that. And Alicia Keys, as a host, really held her own. I was super impressed by her. Bang up job. Oh, my God. She did a great job. She connected it all. It was great. Yeah, she wasn't hokey. She wasn't trying to do too much. And, and, and she seemed genuine, you know, and that was that was important. Yeah. And I forgot how good she is, man. I mean, genius level. When she got in between those two pianos and played on either side of her hand and just did covers and just made it so smooth and effortless. Um, it was just, uh, for me, it almost became the performance of the night from a host. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
Alicia Keys has won 15 Grammys. So her talent is, you know, people are crazy aware of how great she is. But I think that because she stepped out of the limelight for a little while to have a family and kind of just... Right. You forget how good she is. Yeah. You, you, you take for granted how good she was and how big of a run she had. Alicia Keys just really exuded confidence. She felt, you know, like... Like she was having fun. And I think that that's important. Sometimes you get these hosts and they're either pandering to the audience or cracking jokes or trying to be controversial. She wasn't trying to do any of that. Yeah, she's just being her. And I, and I thought that that was a very important for for the, the base of the show because you wanted to have someone that could move things along and keep that kind of continuity. I mean, a great positive was hip hop finally making its way towards the consciousness of the recording academy because they've, I mean, hip hop is pop at this point. And, and to not be recognized for, for some accomplishments, except for here and there, one-offs, this that was a big deal. So Childish Gambino with a song that really resonates what, the country is kind of going through the United States is going through that, that was that was big that was a big win one of the positives for me the first 20 minutes of the show in my opinion kind of set the bar um, I think Camila Cabello came out swinging and she uh, had a couple of guest appearances by Ricky Martin by Jay Balving which I think culminated into the whole you know Latin we're here we're loud we're making waves and we're the future you know along with hip-hop I think Latin music and their infusion in pop and R&B is notable so you know I was definitely excited to see that and then you know Alicia Keys bringing on four powerful women to talk about unity and music and what music meant to them I think was an important kind of step away from the performance for a second and just making you understand what you are in the midst of and that was powerful to me can I bring some of my sisters out here tonight? <laughs> Tell them what it is, Gaga. They said I was weird, that my look, my choices, my sound, that it wouldn't work. But music told me not to listen to them. Music took my ears, took my hands, my voice, and my soul. And it led me to all of you and to my little monsters who I love so much. Music gave me a reason to dance, from hip-hop to freestyle, pop, soul, and salsa. And it kept me moving from the block to the big stages and even bigger screens. It reminds me where I come from, but it also reminds me of all the places that I can go. Yes. Music has always been the one place we can all feel truly free. We express our pain, power, and progress through music, whether we're creating it or just appreciating it. But here's what I know. Every voice we hear deserves to be honored and respected. Yes. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Yes. From the Motown Records, I will
what I do. <laughs> From the Motown records I wore out on the South Side to the Who Run the World songs that fueled me through this last decade, music has always helped me tell my story. And I know that's true for everybody here. Whether we like country or rap or rock, music helps us share ourselves, our dignity and sorrows, our hopes and joys. It allows us to hear one another to invite each other in. Music shows us that all of it matters. Every story within every voice, every note within every song. Is that right, ladies? You know, right after Alicia Keys had the uh, the women up there, you know, speaking their their truth, the next performance was Shawn Mendes singing In My Blood, and he had a special guest, Marty Cyrus. Um, I was excited about that performance. I think he killed it with the whole flaming piano, acoustic uh, start out and and him hitting the stage and then meeting up with Miley Cyrus, who we haven't seen in a while, who sounds great. It reminded me again, Miley. Miley's a, a great vocalist for her genre. So I was really excited. Like I said, the whole first 20 minutes of the show to me was, was probably the best part of the show. Two hours in, three hours in, you know, you're getting a lot of fluff. You're getting the middle stuff. Uh, with some good stuff sprinkled in here and there, but I thought they started the show off really strong. Yeah, you know, I think that they could have done without a couple of performances. I don't think that the Grammys needs to be, you know, everything for everyone, which they've been trying to do more and more. And it's not really necessary. I don't really need, I don't really think you need to have, you know, weird pairings of performers to have a buzzworthy moment because it's the internet people are going to talk about it whether it, it happened or not so there were there were some awkward moments there i don't think post malone really needed to be paired up with red hot chili peppers yeah I, kinda, I didn't get that one <laughs> i was kind of funky all the other ones seemed like they worked really well you know and then some folks were just kind of on their own i mean her performing janelle monae performing on their own they held their own and i think that that's what the grammys really need to start considering is you don't need to have all these crazy collaborations you know, uh, tributes are great, too. I, I think the Dolly Parton tribute was really cool. I really enjoyed that. There's some buzz around the whole J-Lo Motown tribute. For the record, I think she did an amazing job. I was very surprised um, by her vocals. I think I she was on point. I, I think I, th I think the way they arranged the vocals, she did a lot of hooks on all the songs instead of verses. Uh, so they were a little easier to sing. And I think she nailed it. I think as a performer... Yeah, spot yeah. on. She no, well, she she I mean, brought it. J Lo has always been a master performer. I mean, dancing, moving, jumping around. When you go see a J Lo show, you're not looking, you're not looking for Adele. You're not looking for power vocals here. So th that was that was definitely what what you came to see and what you got. I think that the only problem here is Motown was founded on principles of African Americans taking charge of what was pop music and to not you know, neo was the best that they could find that made that made me uh, right. at least me a little uncomfortable the only thing i can think of i, I agree is yeah. perhaps they have something in the works because motown is going to have their own in april a huge special yeah the 60th anniversary right and maybe they'll bring out some really 
big stops there. So, well, look, there's talk online about why did they select her? Why did the Grammys, you know, go ahead and, and have her do it? Or why did Motown agree to that? Of course, Smokey Robinson has been on the record defending her and that choice. But for me, performance aside, right, music aside, her, her singing aside, I didn't get the connection, right? Because to me, I equate Motown with not just, you know, black, but also R&B, soul. I mean, that that's that's how I equate Motown. And I don't, you know, I don't get that from J-Lo. When you say J-Lo's name, you don't think R&B. You don't think soul music. Yeah, you don't think Motown, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so I, I didn't understand the connection. So, performance aside, I think she did great. I just think she wasn't the right artist to do that. That's why just I, the connection wasn't clear. The connection is important, you know, and, and there wasn't a moment there where the connection was clear. I mean, even the Neo piece just felt like it was not it. I don't yeah, think he's of, not a singer. Either. I mean, he's not a good singer. He's he's a, a great songwriter who happens to sing. Yeah. And, and the thing about it is when you think of Neo, you don't think Motown, you don't think R&B, you don't right. not seeing that really kind of just felt awkward. And we're in a very hypersensitive moment right now and all kinds of topics. So it's 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 not like you can just go out there and be like, but she performed well. It's, right. it's going to be a, a moment of conversation. Yeah, the connection However, is killed it. Yeah, for sure. I, I'll give her that. I mean, she, she, she did her thing, for sure. Yeah, and, you know, uh, the uh, going back to some of the performances, Brandy Carlisle, my God, that was amazing. Yeah. She really showed everybody. If if you don't know who she is, you better know her by now. And I think that that was, um, she took that moment and ran with it. And that makes her a winner in my book. Same thing with her. She showed that she has, she has the pipes. Wow. She has the, oh yeah. She has the, the ability to play. She reminded me of like, of like a young Lauren Hill, just that, that swag. Yeah. You know, like that, just, I could do whatever. It's like, you know, she exuded rock star quality yeah and sure. I, I i love that moment because the buzz was very high on her so yeah agreed. that was big uh dua lipa and saint vincent it felt a little weird but i liked it i don't know if that makes sense yeah <laughs> i like her attitude just to, she had that swag like uh, i'm here i belong here that that you know and and then a few minutes later to be called on for that award and she just you know, kind of really got humble and cried and teared up and that was amazing to see i really i was really happy for her yeah, you know, we, we these performances are always something to really look forward to. I, and for me, it, it's also a moment where I can either rediscover an artist or say, oh, man, I really need to start paying attention because obviously you can't listen to everything all the time, especially now. So the, the, those moments are really good. However, uh, you know, there was that kind of moment where does it get into the length of the show? Now, are you taking away from the accolades of the artist because you're doing all these performances. I mean, several performers got cut off. Yeah, yeah. During their acceptance, this is a moment to shine here. Yeah, especially, I mean, the <laughs> the funny part of the night was Drake. Uh, he got up there to accept his award and he was <laughs> quick to say, hey, you don't need this. And Grammys cut him off real quick. Look, the point is, you've already won if you have people who are singing your songs word for word, if you're a hero in your hometown. If look, look, if there's people who have regular jobs who are coming out in the rain, in the snow, spending their hard-earned money to buy tickets to come to your shows, you don't need this right here, I promise you. You already won. 
but next a special grammy performance by diana ross lady gaga yeah well you know i, I had to do a little bit more background on drake and kind of his beef with the grammys and there's a lot more to the story which is why that cutoff seemed a, a little more purposeful yeah you know i mean seemed that way you know he's had issues with the grammys for quite some time and for, for the many reasons why other hip-hop artists have beef with the grammys you know not recognizing their work and feeling like they're kind of second banana to set maybe some other genre and he's been very vocal about it and and he's hasn't been to the grammys because of it not only that but he hasn't won because i guess people are upset about his beef but then he wins shows up by surprise because a lot of hip-hop artists didn't come out and he shows up and they cut off his mic. So a lot of people are saying, he's probably never coming back. <laughs> and, <laughs> probably uh, not. <laughs> and the story is that the Grammys offered him the opportunity after they got back from commercial. They say, hey, man, if you want to finish this, go ahead. We'll let you. And he said, no, thank you. I'm done. And he walked away. So uh, this is probably going to be more to it. Uh, a lot of people are also saying that this is probably the catalyst for perhaps uh, some more Drake music. You know, he's a very emotional guy. He takes to the take these... Uh, moments as kind of inspiration so we'll see well look his message i think hit home i think he got enough time on that mic to to get his point across and that was to inspire you know young indie recording artists who are in their bedrooms right now you know working on new music to to keep going and know that there's opportunities for them you know look at her um who won a grammy off of an ep and you know i'm sure we're going to talk about that in a future podcast but that's huge so, so, so first thing, first thing I want to say is this is this is unbelievable. And second, um, it's not even an album; it's an EP. <laughs> you know, you're competing with major labels with who are putting out albums, and here you come out with an EP, and you are you are winning awards. You know, so that that's an amazing. And I think that was to Drake's point that you know there is an opportunity out there for you. To, to build an audience, to, to be your local hero, uh, and, to, and to have an exciting following um, and, and understand that that in itself is huge. That in itself is success in this music industry. So that was really refreshing to hear. Yeah, you know, for, for us as, as folks who talk about music and have a podcast that speaks to aspiring artists or folks who are trying to make their way, that is something to really, really hone into because it allows the space to say, look, what is your end game? Is your end game to win awards? Then there's certain things you need to do to get to that point. Is your end game to be the best in your town? Is, is, are you want, do you want to be the best lyricist, the best songwriter? Who do you want to be and work towards that and make sure that you feel like you accomplished it, not necessarily somebody telling you or giving you a medal or whatever. That is super, super important. And unfortunately, the fact that the mic got cut off really took away from that message. And now that's all people talk about. Yeah, is, that's is true. a bit of a shame. Yeah, it's that's a bit true. Of a shame. I mean, one of the pleasant surprises of the night was Cardi B and her winning Best Rap Album. You know, she she wasn't expecting it. And when she took that stage, she just, you know, <laughs> she was a loss for words. Uh, and, you know, she was being who she is. And it was great to see, and I think a lot of people were attached to that, you know, someone who started from the bottom, literally, ended up on the Grammy stage. You know, big kudos to Cardi B. I'm very proud of her. 
from the BX. You know, we all know her story because it's it's been lived out on TV. So you know where she came from and where she's at now. So amazing, amazing accomplishment for her. Yeah, I think it's very important that people realize that winning the award is is exactly that. You know, it doesn't take away from anybody else who was nominated. I had a lot of conversations about how good the music was in 2018. I mean, there was a lot of great music out there, and that's good. We're setting the bar a little higher, but Invasion of Privacy, Cardi B's album is, you know, you could take a class on that because it shows you a couple things. One, how good it is to have somebody backing you up in terms of a label, you know, having someone as authentic as Cardi B where it doesn't matter what she does, people are still going to listen to her. She had a great team behind her and it got her to that point. Doesn't take away from the other work and people dismiss it because, and, and there was a particular tweet that I read, I'm not going to go in who said it or whatever, but this was what a lot of people said was, well, I'd rather have Alicia Keys win a Grammy I, instead of a Cardi B winning a Grammy because of X, Y, Z. Not the right moment or thing to say because you're not really getting the point of the work behind it. You know, the history or the work or who they were doesn't make a difference. Um, and I'm sure Cardi B doesn't give two shits. She does not. Actually, I saw a very <laughs> hilarious uh, rant from her. It's not my style for people to put other people down to uplift somebody else. That's not my style and that's not what I'm with and I don't support that. However, I've been taking a lot of shit today. I'm seeing a lot of bullshit today and I saw a lot of shit last night and I'm sick of this shit. I worked hard for my motherfucking album. I remember last year when I didn't want for Bodak Yellow, everybody was like, Cardi got snub, Cardi would've got snub. Now this year's a fucking problem. My album went two-time platinum, my nigga. And every chart that there was, my album was always top 10. Number one album as well. I fucking worked my ass off, locked myself in the studio for three months, my nigga. Didn't want to sleep in my own bed, sometimes for four days straight. Pregnant. Some songs couldn't even get on the fucking album because my nose was so fucking stuffy from my pregnancy. Niggas couldn't sleep. Niggas couldn't do shit. While everybody was harassing me like, you not gonna do it. We know you pregnant. Your career is over. That shit dwelling in my fucking mind while I'm working. What I really liked about that rant was... She didn't say, look, it's not that I don't care what you think. You don't understand what I went through to get to this point. And right. that was amazing. I mean, she was talking about how she was pregnant trying to record this album. Yeah. How she couldn't finish songs because she was pregnant. How and she, how had she to... got written off. Yeah, how yeah. she got written off. Yeah. She had to sleep in, in... She said, I slept in the studio for three, four days. What were you doing? You know, <laughs> what were... That, and, that, yeah. and I think that that is the key for anybody. It doesn't matter what you're doing, if it's music or your job or whatever, the key is the work. And when you get accolades, you're gonna have people who don't like you. Oh, they got it because of whatever. But you have to feel good with yourself. So I think that it's a, the Grammy had like that underlying story with not just Drake and Cardi B making history, but people like Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, who said, you know what? I'm, I don't care if I win, I'm not gonna show up. That spoke volumes right there because you made history. Yeah, for so sure. That, that was a big deal. Uh, there was a moment on the Grammys that I, I thought was very important. Somebody mentioned 21 Savage mm. on their acceptance speech. And, and 
And 21 Savage was also part of one of the uncredited people doing ad-libs on This Is America. So I thought that was interesting. You know, Luis, I think that the show was very positive. More positives than negatives. And it's it's putting award shows in the right direction, in my opinion. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, I was really looking forward to Lady Gaga's performance of Shallow. I wanted to see how she was going to attack that. Gaga was vintage Gaga. You know, she was over the top. She was dramatic. She was animated. I was expecting, honestly, for her to be sitting behind a piano, um, building out this powerful ballad. But she turned it into, you know, a ballad slash rock, you know, vintage Gaga. So I thought... I thought that was good, a great performance as well. And, and overall, like you said, I think there were a lot of positives, a lot of good stuff in there. But, you know, there was some fluff and some stuff that we could have done without. And maybe the Grammys needs to look at, you know, maybe uh, not trying to stuff in so much performances and maybe shine some light on some other awards that deserve the light and, you know, something to consider. Yeah, you know, the production needs to be a little more tight. I, I It seemed like they were kind of winging it at some points, which surprised me for such a big production. You know, Alicia Keys not knowing she was on the air, not knowing what to do when somebody wasn't there to accept an award. Like, that, you could have saved a lot of space there. I mean, an outgoing president getting a, a montage and a moment to speak? Are you kidding me? After what you said <laughs> last year, saying that women need to step it up? Yep. I, I mean, I don't think that that was necessary. And, and and again, like I mentioned before, you don't need that buzzworthy, let's match up a bunch of artists together. Like, that wasn't really, you don't need to do that anymore. I think that there's enough music and enough artists out there where we can just appreciate them for who they are. And if you want to throw in a duet, then then do it in a way that, that makes sense. Miley Cyrus was and the Shawn Mendes, that was good. You know, Dua Lipa and St. Vincent. Like, th that made sense. It just, it worked well together. And there used to be more of that. But I think, and we mentioned this at the last podcast, when they started going to, you know, let's get people together that wouldn't really do it. I mean, Stan and uh, Stan, Eminem and Elton John are kind of the, you know, one of those kinds of, you know. It, it started kind of going in that direction. Let's just get the craziest people together. But it's not really necessary. And I, I always enjoyed the Grammys because... It really focused on some stuff that I, maybe I wasn't hearing. I mean, I'm usually a dance, hip-hop kind of person, so I already know those. But I always like to see what's going on in the country music world, in the rock. I mean, so get get us a little bit of that, a little bit more folk. You know, I, I want to see some of that. Yeah, agreed, agreed. So well, hopefully uh, they're uh, they're listening. Yeah. I mean, maybe, uh, maybe they'll subscribe. <laughs> I, I, yeah. <laughs> And give us some nice reviews. But, you know, overall, uh, a really fun show. I just think definitely got to gotta keep it with the three hours. But overall, really good stuff, especially when you got the big awards at the end. I mean, it was pretty late already in the East Coast. Yeah, yeah, everyone's waiting for that, and you're dragging them along. And then Casey Musgraves doesn't even get a chance to give a whole speech. You won a huge award, man. <laughs> so, uh, but but overall, um, um. Good, good stuff. I'm, I'm happy with it. And I think that they have a lot to build on for next year. I think the Oscars should be paying attention. Yeah, for is, sure. You know, and, and maybe and, they might hire Alicia Keys. All right, that concludes this episode of Musically Speaking Podcast. Please be sure to check us out at musicallyspeakingpodcast.com for past episodes. We appreciate your support. Please subscribe and share. Have a good one. See you next time. 
you for tuning in to Musically Speaking with your hosts, Lewis and Pedro. Be sure to visit musicallyspeakingpodcast.com for show notes.